Welcome back to the Lost in Transit podcast. I'm your host, Spud Groshong. Now, from time to time, I really don't have much of an idea of what I want to talk about on the podcast, especially when I don't have a guest like this week. So I was trying to figure out some things to talk about, some things that I know about. Um, and I was talking to my girlfriend. She happened to be at Cannon Beach in Oregon. And she goes, well, you know, I'm at the beach. You love the Oregon coast. Why don't you talk about the Oregon coast? I thought about it for a while and I was like, you know what? That might make an okay podcast. And she kind of agreed as it was her idea. And well, here we are. So this week on the Lost in Transit podcast, I bring to you some of my favorite Oregon coast spots. Something I guess we'd call going coastal. No, I'm just being a dork. Anyways, so I want to start with Peter Iredale Shipwreck. Now, this is a place that oddly I've only been one time, but because it was so awesome and such like a memorable day for me, it's kind of a topper. It's one of my favorites. Now, the Peter Iredale ship crashed on the shore in 1906 or something, um, and it's not super far from Astoria, so if you're in Astoria, checking out the Goonies house or the school from Kindergarten Cop, head over there, check that out, especially during sunset. That, I think, was what it was for me that made it so awesome is that we were there towards the end of the day and the light was golden and the tide was out really far and the clouds changed colors, all these sweet pastels. And, you know, it just was really a great day. So it stuck with me and that's my number. Well, that's the first one on this list is the Peter Iredale shipwreck. Now, number two is the second place I think I ever went to on the Oregon coast. And this is Cannon Beach, Ecola State Park. Like, it's kind of a combination things. So the state park is wedged between Seaside and Cannon Beach. But let's say the, the state park has some rad viewpoints. It has two really cool beaches, Indian Beach and Crescent Beach. If the road is open, you can drive straight to Indian Beach and just walk down to the beach. If not, like it has been closed for a while. I hear it's open now, though. Uh, you used to have to hike through the woods, and it was like a two-mile hike. Uh, to get down to Crescent Beach, it's like a mile or so. And if the tide is out, once you get to Crescent Beach, you can kind of walk along the coast uh, all the way to Cannon Beach and the giant-ass haystack rock that you'd see in the Goonies. Um, there's tons of sea stacks. There's a lighthouse out really far that you it looks super tiny, almost miniature. Um, it used to be a really, really awesome viewpoint, but it's since been closed because of erosion, which is kind of a terrible thing with the amount of traffic that there is on the Oregon coast. Lots of things tend to erode. Um, now, number three. 
Speaking of erosion, uh, number three is Cape Kiwanda. Now, Cape Kiwanda kind of is three different parts. There's the haystack rock that's out in the water that's massive. There's the cape that's made of sandstone. And then there's a giant sand dune that's like 200 plus feet high. Well, I said speaking of erosion because the cape and its sandstone has changed shape so much since the first time I'd been there. And it was only like eight years ago. Um, I remember being out on the point of the Cape with some friends a couple years ago and it had changed so much. I kind of cracked a joke about, I wonder what it's like when a big wave hits this now and no more than five minutes later, a giant wave had hit it and the wave had shot up over top of us and we all got soaked and we were all petrified that we were going to get swept away. Well, as we were leaving, a lady stops us and goes, hey, were you guys the ones that were out there uh, when that wave hit? And we're like, yeah, that was us. And she goes, oh, I have a photo that I happened to catch with the wave up and you guys are all in it. Uh, And, you know, we exchanged information and she had emailed me the photo. I'll make sure that I post the photo once I post this because... Even the photo was fucking scary. Um, but there used to be, you know, there used to be a hoodoo out there they called the Duck Bill, I think is what it was called. It was Instagram famous for a while until some kids knocked it over because their friend was an idiot and broke his leg on it. I'm sure you've seen all kinds of Instagram photos from it. Um, the fucking sand dune is outstanding. Once you get to the top, there's rad views going north and south. <clears throat> On the north side of the sand dune, there's more super sweet sandstone, like kind of sea stack things in the water and another really long, awesome beach. And it on the far end of the beach, you can see Cape Lookout. It's just... It makes me smile just thinking of it. I really love that part of the Oregon coast. Um, Now, the next place on the Oregon coast is kind of one of those places that I found in a book. Uh, I remember it was the first time my brother had come to Oregon and we were trying to figure out where we wanted to go and what we wanted to do. And we weren't really sure of anything because I had just moved there and he, well, he's not even from there. So we were at Powell's Books in Portland trying to figure out, you know, where we can go, what we can see. And we stumbled across this, oddly enough, it was a calendar of the Oregon coast. And we found a place that had all these really cool rock formations in the water. Some of them were massive. And we weren't sure where it was, but we remembered the name. And it was a place called Bandon. When we got to Bandon, Bandon was this really cool seaside town. Uh, Lots of, like, cool fishing stuff and tiny little shops and rad little cafes. But the thing that did it for us was Bandon Beach. Like, the sea stacks in the 
on the beach are so incredible and there's so much driftwood and I'm not talking like little bitty pieces of driftwood. I'm talking about entire trees of driftwood washed up on the shore and it makes like for a rad little climbing area. It's like a little playground on the beach. It's such a cool place. It's another one of these places. The whole Oregon coast is rad at sunset. I shouldn't say it's another one of these cool places at sunset because, well, the Oregon coast faces west and the sun sets in the west and, well, it's fucking cool. Um, But Bandon is about four or five hours from Portland and it is top tier Oregon coast. Anything I think south of Bandon is pretty much must see. All of these are must see, but this one and the next couple for sure check them out. Uh, so then further south, the next one on my list is a place called Pistol River. And it was. It was a couple years ago that I went down the coast with my friend Brian, and he had shown me a couple days earlier a photo of the sea stacks and the beach at Pistol River with the road winding along the side. Kind of, uh, you know, it was just a fucking Instagram photo, and it took my goddamn breath away. It's so outstanding. And that was all I had seen. And, you know, we were driving through anyway, so we made it a point to stop. And, like, the beach is awesome. Maybe not so much for swimming, but, like, with the sea stacks and stuff, it's very relaxing. And then on the south side, just south of Pistol River, like the actual river, there are sand dunes and a really rad beach that once we got out there that day, we saw a couple people fishing. They had like five gallon buckets and they were sitting on five gallon buckets and just casting their fucking lines into the tide. And it was, it was fucking cool. It was like something I had seen in Australia before, but never in the States. And I really, really loved it. That place just kind of was simple and unexpected. And the last place I want to talk about is Samuel H. Boardman Scenic Corridor. I think that's what they call it. Um, Samuel Boardman and the Pistol River Park kind of are together. They're one, but they're separate. Samuel Boardman is something like 15 miles long, maybe less. And there's a bunch of stops along the way where the coast is just otherworldly i guess is the best way to say it uh there are places like thunder rock cove where it's you know you're walking on paths and you're hearing the waves crash underneath you and well it sounds like thunder it, it the views north and south with like the the eroded rocks and holes and natural bridges that's another spot the natural bridges spot you go out, I'm sure you've seen photos of this place, some Instagram lady in a 
bright dress or a bright jacket and behind her it's just like looks like tons of rocks in the water with trees on them it's breathtaking seriously it's so breathtaking and the other one is this beach that uh yeah there's a beach and the beach is probably the best place i've seen sunset on the oregon coast and i have like this memory of being there the first time where i bumped into some acquaintances and like the tide was running out and you could scurry down the beach and like see more things the further the tide got out because you could get over the rocks and then the colors changed and the Oregon coast is just magnificent and the best part is is it's it's all owned by the public it's the people's coast no private section you can go anywhere I think that's my favorite part is that Steve down the street doesn't own this section of beach and you can't go on his beach. So if it's not the beach you're looking for, there is also the Oregon coast trail. If you're a hiker, it's some 350, 400 miles of hiking along the Oregon coast. I'm sure that at points it's difficult but it's probably so breathtaking. And I mean, there are other spots along the coast that are also incredible. You know, there's Oswald West and there's Devil's Punch Bowl and there's Thor's Well and Neskowin, which is a ghost. There's a ghost forest, they call it, in the water. There's all kinds of really cool spots to see. My advice to anybody is take a week. I know it seems like a lot of time. And road trip the Oregon coast. Maybe Northern California. Go see some redwoods. Anyways, that is my Oregon coast ramble for the week. Uh, remember, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, complaints, feel free to email me at lostintransitpc at gmail.com. You can find us on the internet, Instagram, Lost in Transit Podcast, on Facebook and Twitter, at Lost in Transit PC. If this is your first time checking out the podcast, please, please, please head on over to Apple Podcasts and review the podcast. Leave a comment. Let us know what you think. But most importantly... Until next time, get lost. Mm-hmm.